This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. The number one spot or player the Cowboys can attack on Sunday. So I was doing a little reading, a little investigating about all of this. And you know how the Cowboys run defense is bad? Because I feel like we've talked about that a lot. I haven't heard any conversation about that. At all? Mm-mm. Not even on the get right? No. Man, that feels irresponsible. Is make sure to tune in 7 right here on the fan. Is I think he was joking, Kevin. The Vikings. Oh, okay. I think there was sarcasm. Oh. I know your robot brain couldn't pick it up. That is very funny. Did you call it Roblox brain? <laughs> it's a fun game. I'm a roadblocks brain. Is the Vikings pass defense sucks. So they give up 263 yards per game passing, which is fourth worst in the NFL. In nine games. They have allowed a 300-yard passer four times, including Teddy Bridgewater. And the only game that Justin Fields has thrown for more than 200 yards came against the Vikings. So, And they're terrible at stopping tight ends. So, as much as we've talked about the Cowboys' run defense, and all of that is valid, especially whatever the get-right said, because they're usually the most valid, is the Vikings' pass defense is atrocious. Do you feel confident that that is something that the Cowboys can attack, or is there a different avenue you would like to see them attack the Vikings? I mean, I really felt that they could attack Green Bay uh, in that way, and they decided, hey, let's do a bunch of flats and stuff out here behind the line of scrimmage, and instead of going downfield, and then they go downfield, what's going to happen when the read's wrong? Dak Prescott throws an interception whenever they're not on the same page, and that's what Dak Prescott's talking about right now. Hey, when we're on the same page, that's going to be, man, I, I, I'm i going to keep throwing right. it. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm not going to be scared of it. And that's what I want, obviously. I definitely want him to continue feeling like he can put that ball down and play. But, man, you have to ensure that your receivers and you know what your plans are whenever you're standing there looking at what's going on there. So both of them have to be there. So I think it's a great – the Cowboys should – Go after it. If that's something that they can. I mean, Patrick Peterson is not Patrick Peterson anymore. Despite the Bills game, he's I'm with you. He's still good. Like, he's still good. But he's not what he used to be. And and so, I've, you know, find a way to go after that. Find a way to go after the rest of it. For sure, man. Uh, I, I think this is going to be one of those games that the Cowboys kind of have to rely on the pass. For a couple reasons, I don't think this is a game that you have to that you're going to be able to shorten. Okay, uh, and I think the Cowboys might need to lengthen this game a little bit. As much as it stinks because you have Thursday's oh. game coming up. Okay, the the reason being is, I mean, I don't know that Mike is 100 percent healthy. We are we're seeing that Marcus Lawrence is yeah. definitely not 100 percent healthy, and if you're Reliant. I mean, this team has been heavily reliant on its pass rush for a while. Anthony Barr might not be out there again this week, so Micah 
again, might be in that linebacker role, which takes away from your pass rush a little bit, which means that you don't have that thing that you can hang your hat on on getting them off the field on third down, and you might give up some yards and points that are going to screw things up for you. Do you want to hear from Demarcus Lawrence on G-Bag yesterday, or do you think it might make you sad? I'm afraid it's going to make me sad. Okay, cut number one. This is Demarcus Lawrence, G-Bag Nation, every single week. Will you get good to go on Sunday? Oh, most definitely. Um, you know, just taking it day by day, um, trying to look out for my health on the on the good side, knowing that it's a long season. So we're going to take it day by day, and we'll see on Sunday. So he said most definitely, and then we also ended with a, but we'll see, it's a day-by-day proposition. I do think that this is concerning oh, for yeah. the Cowboys for the rest of the season and the playoffs. Demarcus Lawrence is one of your three to four best defensive players on the team. Obviously, Micah's number one, and then you start getting into discussions with Diggs, Diggs and Lawrence, and yeah, right? Yeah. And so I look at this and go, at his age, injury history, he thinks he might have refractured his foot, which seems somewhat impossible to play another three months on or two months yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think this is one of these things somewhat being underreported. I think he's a very tough guy. I think he's going to try to fight through it. But when you're trying to fight through your knee hurting you or fight through your feet hurting you, you're not the same. I'll take one of the greatest players I've ever played against, Albert Pulhos. He got plantar fasciitis. It changed his game. It didn't mean he was horrible, but it didn't mean he was the same. And I know football and baseball are very different, but you just look at some of the greats of all time whether it's Ken Griffey Jr., whether it's Penny Hardaway, whether it's Amari Sotomayor. I'm just trying to think of guys off the top of my head. When they start having to deal with injuries and play through them, yeah, they can play through them, but they're not the same. Yeah, injuries terrify me, dude. Injuries definitely terrify me. Do they terrify you more with this specific individual? Yeah, because it's, it's the same spot. It's been a problem for him his entire – it's not like it was just a couple of years ago, Kevin. This is when he started his his career here as a cowboy. He had the same injury. And so feet, knees for guys like that. I guess the thing that's not terrifying is I'm look, kind of looking at contract, and I was looking at that earlier. Like maybe he's looking at it going, this is all I got left. I got this oh, year. Man. I know the Cowboys are stuck with about $15 million that they got to deal with next year, somewhere in that range. And then it kind of trickles down after that because trickle down economics. Or what something like that. Right I was just now? suggest that's what uh-huh. it. Uh, same thing. Trickle. It's the same word. Uh-huh. The uh, but yeah, I, I think that maybe he's starting to look at it as I don't have much time left. I, I got to fight through it. Whereas when he was younger, I was he was like I got to get contracts. I got to protect my body so that I can show that I'm I might be healthy for the future. So maybe now it's just like that's fine. I can as long as I can fight through the pain. But we've seen guys try to fight through the pain. And not be as effective. And that's something that concerns me. That's what concerns me the most is fighting through something where he's not really healthy enough to actually do the job. So I, 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 this year, Kevin, we all kind of feel like this is that go for a year. But the Cowboys yeah. really, what have they done to tell us? The players, I think, have done a lot. What has anybody else really done to tell us that we believe the same thing? Is it the Linval Joseph, Vendamakan Sue signings, and the Eagles continuing. Other people making moves. Yeah. And you being like, we're going to let the game come to us. Right. And that's that's not, I don't think that that's where we are right now. I'm not saying that this is the answer, but do you feel like that perception would dramatically change if they did sign Beckham? And then people would be like, okay. Maybe. Even if that's not the most pressing need. Yeah, I guess that's the thing, too. Is when, I hear you. you know, like, and maybe you're just 
convinced that and the people in there in that uh the the place are telling you the things maybe you're just convinced that you don't need to add anything else you got we already got all the pieces you got anthony barr in the off season micah is doing what he's doing maybe you just believe all those things are going to just show up magically at the end of the season you always have to have that backup plan of what if uh, and their backup plan right now is we'll just add offense that we don't really know where it is at the moment. Mike, do you think attacking the passing defense of the Vikings is and will be the strategy that the Cowboys go after? Seeing as how poor, no. no. Because we see what happens when Dak throws the ball 40-plus times. So what you're saying is attack, attack, Dak, attack. Well, what happens to Dak Prescott when he attacks 40-plus times? There's two turnovers, if not more. So I get what you're saying, and it has to be balanced. And sure. I, I think that if you go pass, pass, run, pass, pass, run, like you're doing that 65 right. to 70% of the time, that's a losing formula for the Dallas Cowboys. It doesn't mean Dak's a bad quarterback. It just means that Dak is not the type of guy that you can put together a Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or or Drew Brees years ago plan. Like, you can't do that with him. He's not that type of quarterback. So I hear what you're saying. Yes, I want Dak to attack, but it's like selective aggressiveness. I don't just want him like to be that. aggressive because if we get just totally aggressive with Dak Prescott, negative things happen. It needs to be selective aggressiveness. I remember sitting, this was before the two of y'all started working on the show together at times, but I remember sitting and listening to you and Derek talk about uh, challenge pitches. And like Derek has admitted, I'll challenge a guy at times that I don't just because of ego. And I'm like, I- I'm going to do it this time. Right. And I didn't need to do it. And yeah. that's the, the selective yeah. aggressiveness. Right. Stupid is aggressiveness. <laughs> like stealing bases. Hey, I was trying, or you know, you get a base hit into kind of the gap, but not really the gap. And you're just, F it. I'm just going to run to second. And then you get thrown out by 10 feet. And you're like, what the hell were you doing when they get back to the dugout? I was just being aggressive. Mm-hmm. Is that what we want? Dad? I was just being aggressive. Did you have any data that told you that was the right time yeah. or did, that you should run at this moment? What was right. the data? And they're like, no, nah, I just wanted to. My gut was the data. <laughs> hey, you can trust wash gut. All right. Okay, Other that is that, true. I'm not sure what guts we can trust. Can you trust, trust boach gut? I don't like that. I don't like what you just said. That don't sound right. Boach, okay. Yeah, boach gut sounds like a disease. Wash oh, gut sounds no. like like uh, like that's something you're going to trust in. Boach gut definitely sounds like there's an intestinal problem. Okay. I think you need to apologize for that, Kevin. I, <laughs> I don't know. It is Forgiveness Friday. I apologize. I thought that would work. Perhaps it did not. For the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, it is also a shout-out Friday. So we'll get those shout-outs started. Plus, Besides Cowboys-Vikings, which NFL or college game are you most interested in this weekend? We'll do it next right here in the fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. We got Jerry Jones coming up at 1030. But a question for y'all right here, right now. Besides Cowboys-Vikings, which NFL or college game are you most interested in this weekend and go along with that shout outs from the 903 yesterday 12th anniversary of my second bone marrow transplant cancer free since god is big enough to shout out and that is fantastic right there yeah no man that's awesome congratulations to you on that one now is it a pro game is it a college game What's the game of focus for you outside of Cowboys Vikings? How far is weekend, Kevin? Do we do we consider Monday? I count Monday. Do we because Monday has football? That's true. Since when has Monday been a weekend? That day? is fair. Very of the question. football weekend. 
I will also add that the okay. United States is playing it. a soccer match no. on Monday. That's that right. off the table. Let's go! You, hold on. You just forced him to say Whoa! that Monday couldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> Can't really do it anymore. It would have been eligible, but you said Monday doesn't count. So I said I'll allow it. Sorry, USA <laughs> and Wales, you're out. I like that Reggie's like, I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Let's definitely. Go some, right? Mike, they're not still the, not, that's not in the, the World Cup. That's I look. You know one soccer team. I get it. Uh, well, no, you got you know two because you got Man City, right? Yeah, yeah. I so you, know you two should know teams. USA. I'm a big Man City guy. Yeah, okay. He's a huge man. What was the last match? They played? Who plays uh, on the team? They're in second place. Arsenal's in first. <laughs> okay, that is correct. Okay, how many players do you know that are on that team? Holland, De Bruyne, De Bruyne, De Bruyne. How you say it? Redheaded guy. Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. <laughs> Ronald Sterling, who never passes the ball. Raheem Sterling, Raheem who is Sterling. no longer on that club. Well, oh, I'm out. <laughs> they passed him to another team. <laughs> is Aguero still there? Oh, is Sergio Aguero there? I don't think so. Mark Aguero. Yeah. They Not got a bald-headed, skinny guy who's their coach. Okay. Dress is really nice. So we really established Mike's pretty much a super fan. This is the dumbest. This is the dumbest game to be excited about. You know what's right? amazing is somebody would be like, and that's how they are a Cowboys fan. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. some fat guy who coaches. Um, uh, Sergio Aguero. Like, there's the number bad. four. Uh, what is his name? Dick Prescott. And you're like, no, it's Dak Prescott. <laughs> you know, who's the running back? Is it? Uh, that's right, Richard Prescott. Murray, what's, what's your problem? Demarco <laughs> Murray. Like, no, he's been gone for like seven years. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm a huge Cowboy fan. How they do? I'm like, so, oh, these are the fun. These are the most fun conversations ever. All right, Corey. What's your opinion on the Cowboys? What's your game of choice? I will. I will say that the biggest. The biggest one is. It's so dumb. Is the Giants and Lions is very oh, exciting because those me. are two of your favorites. Uh, it's yeah. I do still have this. Like, I think that the Lions can win six games this year. Um, okay. My son was hoping it was a doubleheader in Detroit. I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Detroit's on the road. I was really excited about the Browns Bills if they were playing in snow. And yeah. I know some people think I I don't want to watch snow games because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. want to watch athletes do the best things in the best you know possible situation. I don't care. I want to see the elements. I really like that part of it. I don't. I mean, even the players are like, "Give us grass or give us death." Like that's what they're saying mm-hmm. right now. I don't think the death part is, but yeah. Oh, they're not that committed. To I was it. wondering how you mow Lambeau Field if there's fake grass there too. You got to watch. Like you don't want to cut the fake stuff, right? I'm sure it's Mike. I'm sure that the the blade yeah. me- is measured perfectly for it. I don't yeah. know. I don't, we'll have to go back and read that article on it. But yeah, I think uh, like I was really excited about a potential snow game, but now it's in Detroit, inside. Now college games getting some love here too from the eight one seven TCU Baylor is a mm, huge game. Yeah, and then from the four six nine they picked the exact two college games that I care about the most. Baylor, UT. no, Baylor TCU and USC UCLA. The disrespect for TCU continues depending on what you think about Baylor. TCU two and a half point favorites. But Baylor also trying to make their way in the world. And TCU, the countdown's down to three. Now that they beat Texas, win your next two regular season games, win the Big 12 championship, you're going to be in the college football playoff. What did you just say? Baylor's trying to make their way? Yeah. At six and four? Yeah. College teams can make their way with four losses? Well, make their way just Not like the as playoff. a playoff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, hold on. What are, they, what are they trying to make their way? They're like, trying to move on up? They're trying to... To the east side. Ne- like next year? Yeah. They oh, could okay. hit that okay. deluxe right. apartment I'm, in the I'm, sky. Yeah, I was a little confused. I was, 
What are you doing right now? What do you mean? With the why are you trying to do this right now? I'm looking forward to Luca picking up his sixth technical foul this weekend <laughs> in 14 games. And there is still for Baylor a I don't think it'll happen, Reggie, but a catastrophic Kansas State scenario in which Baylor could still make the Big 12 championship game. I do not believe that is likely, but it it could possibly happen. No, we're getting a purple matchup in the Big 12 championship game. Yeah. Are you excited about that? I don't think anybody's excited about it. Where's the game at? Is it at AT&T or Kansas? No, the championship game. Oh, it'll be AT&T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do they not go back and forth like they used to? Is it never in Kansas City anymore? I think, I think I Jerry got the rights yeah. to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going Chiefs Chargers Sunday night football. I get it. Two great quarterbacks. The best quarterback. You got a versus great one who I get, you know, has been getting crapped on this year. You know, I don't know what they're doing, man. I don't know what he's seeing. I, I, it feels like he should be seeing a lot different stuff, and he hasn't had his two biggest weapons out there in Mike, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Yeah, like, there have been some problems there, but I just it seems like he's like me and Austin Eckler or nothing. We're ride or die, man. I'm a lot of death today. Yeah, is everything okay? I don't know. Maybe not. Oh. You want to, a hug? I'll have to start uh, texting people. By the way, up. is this a bad week in, in pro football? I mean, depending on what you think about, like, if Jets and Patriots does anything for you, I'm with you. I also dropped Browns and Bills off my list because it was only going to be on the list because of what? the snow. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett versus Josh Allen? Look. What's wrong with you guys? Because Josh Allen is now a turnover machine. So now? Josh Allen is essentially Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> it has been point. more focused. If, if everything ended weeks. today, there's only Jets at Patriots and Cowboys at Vikings as the only two teams that out of the 14 teams that are in the playoffs right now, that's the, those are the only two games where two playoff teams as of now are playing each other. Chargers are outside yeah. of the – wow. Yeah, they're not in the playoffs as of today. It's all four teams in the AFC uh, East. East. They're all in the That's playoffs. Right. I put Eagles, Colts up there just because I want to see if we can hope for a Eagles losing streak. I'm not necessarily calling for that, but is Matt Ryan healthy again? Uh, he's yeah. after like his arm fell off and they no, had to retire well, him. Look, now he's like back if, in the game. If that is your definition, then no. Are they going to play him? Uh-huh. Then yes. Okay. All right. So That's I interesting. Don't, I don't necessarily think those right. things go together. Let's go. I'm looking forward to more Saturday. And this feels, yeah. Let him By the way, life, bro. And there, the Fritz Pollard Alliance is starting an investigation into that hiring. And so I don't know if Jeff Saturday and the Colts were like, we want a game. We're good to go. As the other people are like, yeah, maybe not just yet. I don't know how that investigation will go or not. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we will talk with Dallas Cowboys owner and GM Jerry Jones right here on 105.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan right now. Brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you. It is Dallas Cowboys owner and GM Jerry Jones. Good morning, sir. Hey, Kevin, Corey, Mike, uh... Good to be on with you, and let's line them up. All right, so we will start with this with two games in the span of four days. I've always wondered, is this the most fun or the most stressful part of the season for you? Well, uh, I I don't know that it's either. Uh, I will say this, that uh, our Thanksgiving Day game uh, has a life of its own and is such a, a really great thing for the Dallas Cowboys, our fans, frankly, for the NFL. And um, we will have as many as uh, 70 million people, 60 million people watching that game that normally wouldn't be watching a game, uh, but we'll be watching that one there on Thanksgiving Day. It's an honor to get to be a part of that. So, you know, from my standpoint, uh, that takes uh, on a little bit of a life of its own. From the standpoint of the players getting ready to go, uh, we uh, certainly uh, are going to be playing at home Thanksgiving Day. That's good with these two road games behind us uh, when we get to that point. So, uh, you know, all in all, uh, uh, I think we're acclimated to it. Uh, I want to be careful because we got people here that probably hadn't, uh, between players and coaches that might not have played, but one or two Thanksgiving games. So you don't want to sound like you've been playing it for 20, 30 years. But it's a great uh, event. And I think a plus for the Cowboys. When Jerry, did you like know the 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 magnitude of that game? Because you told us about when you were at the Cotton Bowl and you were watching that game, and you were like, "I think I could do this." But before you bought the team, did you know that the Thanksgiving game would be this big of a deal every year? No, I, I uh, candidly, that's called content. That's the professional word for viewership and content, and that was a, a foreign word to me. I, I really was just zeroing in on trying to figure out how to get in and uh, get in a position to be able to run the Cowboys for the rest of my life. And so uh, I didn't have that professional nuance about uh, uh, future eyeballs, future uh, ratings, those kinds of things. But, boy, it didn't take us long to – didn't take me long to uh, get in it and uh, see how uh, valuable it is. I had an interest in – the Channel 4 uh, NBC affiliate in Little Rock, Arkansas, before I had the Cowboys. And had I known then, I still spent all my days drilling gas wells, oil wells. Had I known I was going to be doing what I'm doing now and be involved up to my ears in television, up to my ears in uh, all the kinds of things, programming, all of that, I'd have paid a little more attention when I was involved in the ownership of that Channel 4. Well, you're always welcome to come in and turn here at the station, Jerry, if you ever want you know, some, more, some more of that stuff, all right? Well, I know this. The, uh, uh, the best one I've, uh, about that is I did find out real quick that uh, you were a better TV station if you could put I Love Lucy. 
on because it was so hot. A lot of you listeners may not even uh, identify with that, but still, it was hot, hot, hot. When you had it on there, it lifted your whole show, and uh, you could sell a lot of stuff with it because you had it. And so uh, I said right off the bat when I got involved to the other owners, uh, we've got to become the Isle of Lucy of, uh, of these networks because uh, we need to be that kind of, if you will, demand so that they want us and they'll pay a premium for it so that uh, they can get a lot of the other fundamentals of station and business and those economics uh, better off. Demarcus Lawrence said some things yesterday about how he's feeling that I, I was kind of surprised by. How concerned should the fan base be? How concerned is the team about how his knee and foot are doing right now? Well, uh, we got a good report on that, and uh, uh, it's certainly uh, uh, something that uh, we will be monitoring, but that'll be it. He can, uh, he can play, and uh, it's not uh, uh, grabbing him in a way that uh, restricts, his, uh, restricts his ability to, uh, to really push off, if you will. And so um, it's an important part of his uh, repertoire, of course, to be able to push off. So, uh, but uh, I don't... Uh, and I sure don't see it as an issue this weekend. So, Jerry, we were having a discussion yesterday about Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook, two premium weapons for the Minnesota Vikings, and we were deciding which one should the Cowboys try to shut down the most. So let's ask the owner general manager, which player are you most concerned with on the Minnesota Vikings? Oh, I, I think uh, uh, you pick your poison, and uh, uh, you, that's, the, that's the trick. Uh, you're going to have to uh, balance it out there. Uh, I think you're going to. I think the key word there is balance. I know that's a cop out, uh, but uh, uh, that cook makes plays. Boy, he he moves the yards, moves the yardstick. So, so uh, he's uh, uh, important. Uh, that quarterback's no slouch. He's really a, uh, he's really an outstanding quarterback, and uh, we he's been around. Uh, a lot with his Washington tenure up there for us, but uh, make no mistake about it, he can win the ball games. And uh, so you put that uh, those three together out there, and uh, they've they've got a really outstanding team, outstanding. And so uh, uh, we we've uh, this is all we want here the next few days to get this done. Now, I since we mentioned Demarcus Lawrence, I was kind of curious the progression of Anthony Brown health-wise, but also what does Anthony Brown mean to this defense? Well, he's uh, just always, uh, uh, he's always overperformed. I think that's the best way to say it. He did it when he got his opportunity to come with the team. He uh, outran his uh, draft status. He, uh, uh, he just has always exceeded uh, the expectations. And uh, he is a consummate pro. He's, he's the pitcher postcard of how to get better. So uh, uh, it's, uh, it, it's important to have him out there for us. The, uh, a lot of people are kind of up in arms uh, recently this week, Jerry, as Ndamukong Sue joins the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that feels like it's already pretty stacked. I know they've had some injuries, and they said, let's go add another piece to it. And that player was out there. Did the Cowboys ever have contact with, uh, with Sue and want and desire to have that guy on the field? No, uh, no, we haven't had, we didn't have contact. No, and uh, I like where we are with our big boys in the middle, and uh, I like the, what we're trying to accomplish. We've got some very talented 
very talented guys that prototype fit us perfectly to go with what we're trying to do with our edge rushing and really our internal pressure. No, I like our bunch. And that's that's got everything to do with it. Well, I think this pretty much answers the question then, but so no concern about falling behind in the sports arms race with the Eagles or anything like that? Well, uh, uh, again, I don't want to sound like I'm underappreciating what the Eagles are. And he's a player that makes plays, and he's uh, he's uh, got uh, he's he's well. We all know what we're dealing with with him. But uh, uh, there's two questions here. Number one, what are we going to be dealing with when we're playing him? But the other question is, okay, how about uh, what about the decision not to go get him like Philadelphia did? That's two totally different questions. Jerry, when the Packers looked like uh, they kind of went back to their ways last night, and I did bring up yesterday with uh, Kevin and Mike, the the Cowboys always have a target. They're always going to get some other team's best because it's an opportunity. Uh, it's a really opportunity to show something. But when you see the Packers look bad last night, does it frustrate you that you let that one slip away, seeing that that team wasn't quite what that team looked like against you guys on Sunday? Well, uh, uh, frankly, uh, there were parts of that game that uh, I thought we were, so to speak, looking good. Uh, I'll be very candid with you. I didn't think we'd lose that ball game early in the fourth quarter. But so much for that. That's not what you've got in football or the NFL. But uh, uh, by, all, by all measurements, uh, we should, uh, 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 when we get in those kind of situations, we've got to come out with a win. You've got to. Do you like then hearing Micah saying it was disgusting and J. Ron Kerr saying we should be angry, we should be frustrated? That's the kind of attitude you need after a loss like that, right? Well, I sure do. A frustration uh, uh, is easy to say, but that is the uh, that is the deal. We, uh, uh, you know, you know, uh, these. It's hard to win these ball games, and everybody keeps saying that. But I've been hearing that since Troy Aikman was saying that right after he got in the NFL. This mm-hmm. is hard. Mm-hmm. And it's because all the other teams are as talented as they are as well. But when we get a situation going like we had it up there the other day, um, it was all going for us. So we got to close it. And uh, the 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 hope is that we will really learn something there. Now I don't recommend that. A way to get an education as a strategy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't rec- recommend that at all. But we should learn from that, and uh, we haven't uh, we haven't uh, eliminated ourselves in any way in terms of getting to where we want to go. So uh, we just should dwell on every aspect of it. If taking a little part of it uh, today or tomorrow and getting mad about it, if taking a little part of it and, and throwing a pillow or doing so, all that's good stuff. I think. And I certainly agree about y'all have not been eliminated and still have the potential to go where you want to go. How important will these next two games be in determining whether or not that path is still viable? Yeah, every quarter. Every quarter is uh, 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 so uh, uh, such a premium. Uh, every possession, and uh, boy, I can measure with you probably the number of possessions and get it within 3 or 4% that we're going to have over the rest of the regular season. Boy, we've got to make each one of those count. We've got to start making early some first downs on our initial possession. We need to move the chains. That's hard to not go out there and several times step up there like we did Sunday and uh, and uh, not uh, 
get a first down on your first possession. So all of that, I mean, it's easy to point to. We can see it. And by the way, we do have solutions. We have solutions. We've got personnel solutions, and we have uh, great awareness about, uh, uh, I think, what this is going to take with our coaching staff. And uh, the other thing is that uh, where we can, we're trying to improve the team where we can. We had uh, Sean and RJ have Michael Irvin on every week, and he was talking about Justin Jefferson and the competitiveness of this person and how he's been told there have been people that have said that that Michael Irvin is the most competitive person ever and this guy might be the next. And I was just kind of curious on, you know, knowing Michael Irvin the way you did and his work that he put in and seeing what Justin Jefferson has become this early in his career, what are your thoughts on that player and seeing him this week against Diggs? Well, you're, you're, you're tempted to uh, go to Jefferson's competitiveness and uh, not just his athletic ability, but his competitiveness. Uh, and uh, that is the case. And uh, uh, you can um, uh, you can take that competitiveness and you can build world champions around it, and that's exactly what we did with the Cowboys. Uh, Michael was our heart and soul of our team, and uh, he had he was the perfect guy to build around. He had his foibles, he had his uh, uh, mess ups, but he just simply I mean he'd be down there between two a days when everybody else is catching a little rest for the afternoon practice. Those were padded two-a-days. And he'd be out there on the football field running with his pads on between the practices. And the night before, he'd probably been out most of the night. (laughs) Uh, Working, obviously, right? Sure. Well, my point is uh, living it, living it uh, to its nth degree, uh, living life. Uh uh, Competitive, I don't so much want to use that word there, just just getting the most out of it. Just getting the absolute most out of it. The most out of his relationships on the team. Gouging, pushing people to get better. We're talking Harper about- was our other receiver. And boy, he, uh, Harper uh, should, uh, uh, frankly, have given Mike a cut of his check because Mike really helped Harper be the player he was. Talk with Jerry Jones right here on 105.3 The Fan. I I, got to know, and I know we'll circle back into the Cowboys, but I was really curious. The World Cup is about to start, and then the 2026 World Cup is going to be around these parts. How confident are you that AT&T Stadium is going to play a prominent part in the next World Cup? I think we are going to play a prominent part, and we will have aspirations of playing some of the most prominent parts, and that's the trick. And so I think that's possible, and uh, we're going to uh, we're going to pull out all the stops to uh, get the uh, highest positions we possibly can. The I, I was kind of curious too. The Browns and Bills game got moved this weekend, and what's the inner workings like? How stressful is that to kind of make a game a move from one city, and you know the feeling on where that all is going to another city, and not necessarily having that home game. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, us doing that, and uh, we were, by the way, we were under consideration, I think, uh, one of two or three teams that they were going to come here this weekend and play it here, but uh, uh, it, uh, you know, it's a change, and uh, uh, it's certainly, uh, I don't know of anybody that would trade that situation for a home game, and so it's a step down, step back uh, from uh, having to uh, get, uh, from getting a home game. 
Do you have any insight or can you tell us anything about why it didn't end up coming here and it went to Detroit instead? No, I do not. And uh, uh, it could be any number of things. Uh, uh, the, the way I know is uh, we're put in the queue and, and ask, can we handle it? Are we available? Could we do it? Yes, 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 we can. Uh, and then they made a decision. The uh, the um, are you feeling like you want you want need to see Zeke out there this weekend? After I, I feel like there were some moments in the game against Green Bay where you would have liked to have been a, an opportunity to run late in that game. And I know you're trying to you know make sure he's there for late in the season. But how are you feeling on his health right now? We're always better off as a team in any series. Uh, we're better off with his availability. He may not be out there on that series, but we are a better team when we've got him and got him available. And the uh, defense is well aware, more than anybody, of his uh, impact and his availability. So I'm glad to have him back. And it does look like he's going to be available. Well, we appreciate the time. As always, good sir. And hopefully the next time we talk with you, you'll have not one but two victories. All right, guys. Let's go get him in Minnesota. There you go, oh, Jerry Jones, right here on 105.3 The Fan. Really cut him off there at the end. Kevin huh? has cut him. He cut him off like three times today. What's up it was with twice. that? It was that twice. That was the second one. I, I thought, Are you okay, Kevin? I thought he was done. Just because they lost a game doesn't mean you need to cut <laughs> off the owner and general manager. Man, I don't know. Looking at the fan text, I feel like that is what they wanted. <laughs> Fantex is, is mad today, dude. Fantex What's wrong? is mad today. And I think one of the things that stood out. and the I Taylor will, Swift tickets. No. <laughs> They're really frustrated about how much those were costing. Just wait. The price will go down. <laughs> what? Is, you sure? Yes. When? when? The closer you get to the show. Tell me the day. Uh, I don't know when the concerts I don't know, are. I don't know about Taylor <laughs> Swift tickets if they're going to go down. When she runs three... She's running three shows here. I mean, you might maybe, be right, maybe but I right. don't know. But like, like the prices that I saw to sit in the upper deck for two thousand dollars. Okay, well like, those you'll find tickets yeah. better than that. I mean, it's a great uh, you know just listening to concerts usually about four hundred fifty yards away is is sometimes <laughs> the best concert you can ever go to. Is that is a? I could almost hear George Strait when he opened up the stadium. It was awesome. <laughs> I think the thing that bothers people, at least that's what I'm taking from the fan text and from the 817, Kevin needs to ask for forgiveness for hanging up on Jerry. I'm sorry. I thought he was like, let's go get him in Minnesota. I like the way he said that. Yeah, absolutely. Is the Indomitian Sioux thing. But he answered why. Like, you don't have to agree with it. I'm not saying I agree with it. I've seen this run defense. But what he said is, we like the people that we have. And I'm not giving, I'm not saying that that's all fine and well, but he's saying that's why we didn't talk. That's to a him. progress stopper. Is that kind of the feeling? Is he's going to stop the growth of Bohannas and stuff like that? I don't even know if that's the case because, I mean, Dan Quinn, when asked a similar question, was like, yes, we have the guys that we need. So okay. I, I wonder how much that is just, you know, us projecting our feelings about Jerry because Dan Quinn has said the same things, and I don't know if he had we brought the same smoke to Dan over that. How how often do will a coach do that? Because if you keep asking for more, if you keep saying, "Hey, just bring me some more to add to this," then it's like, do you really have the solution to this or not? And Jerry did say, "We have solutions. We have the people and the personnel to do to have these solutions." And maybe uh, 
Maybe it is, Kevin. One loss over uh, against Green Bay isn't something to freak out about, and that's not what we're doing right now. Although it looks worse after last night. Yeah, no, it definitely does. But they're they're all different, can you know, contained moments because there are moments where you're like, how did that team? How did that happen? Uh, and but I I think the the main feature is, well, what about the what about the fact that you can't stop the run? And I think every person, Reggie, you can attest to this hearing Dan Quinn talk about it. Every single person along the line has been, it's not necessarily in the middle. Now, could Sue line up and help you on the edge? Yeah. Could that be a possibility is that he can be another, if they're going to try and run that way, can he be out there to help out? I don't know the answer to that. Also, Kevin, you're a numbers guy. How much cap space do they still have left after keeping that from the start of the season? I believe they still have like a good $6 million in cap space. If you wanted to address defensive line, but also still address wide receiver. You could do both of those things with the way those contracts would be prorated. Especially the thing that bothers me about that, especially if Odell Beckham wants a two-year deal, which, which which we've heard. Well, guess what? I could set that up just fine where the cap hit is going to work out. So, no, I'm not here to tell you. If they wanted Anama Kinsu and Odell Beckham Jr., 100% they could have had both of them. I, but he says that is not what we were looking for. Yeah, and and that's, that's the other thing, Kevin. You don't know how far out their plan goes. And maybe that that money can be rolled over, correct? So yes. if it can and, be, and I'm, maybe I'm, that's part from, of their plan from, for next year. From talking with Steven, we and the, save that the thing that drives people crazy is he's like, well, don't forget that money can be rolled over. And and we've like we've talked about in the like past. Singular wireless. Yeah. Right? Well, yes. <laughs> did you ever still... use did you ever use all those minutes? Very modern references <laughs> yeah. right here on KNC Masterpiece. Is and we asked Steven about that in the past, is like, well, how do you square that with Cowboys fans who are like, I don't want to roll it over. I want to use it now. And he's like, I get it, but that's not we've done that in the past. I'm telling you, their philosophy is we're trying to move away from some of the things that we've done in the past that haven't worked, and we're trying a new philosophy. After that loss to the Packers, it doesn't look super great. If they beat the Vikings and the Giants in back-to-back week or uh, in the span of four days, how do you think people will feel? Um. Oh man, Super positive. Bowl. Yes. Yeah, everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> exactly. You know, we didn't need Sue anyway. Uh, what? You know, the Eagles better watch out. Yeah, definitely. And when he says we have the personnel and we have a new strategy, I keep thinking back to what Isaiah Stanback said Tuesday. I think and this week when he was on with us. Yes, and then Brady James. We did uh, Cowboys crosstalk on Wednesday. Is want to came up multiple different times. And so that feels like it's directed more at the DBs than anything is like, Hey, we're not doing a great job at sealing off the edges, but I still think the middle is vulnerable is that guy's coming up on you. What are you going to do about it? You gonna make the ankle tackle every time. Uh Or are you going to try to hit somebody or at least force them out of bounds? Yeah. Or run away. What are you going to, what are your, you have lots of choices. Sometimes I feel like the ankle week for this guy for about a few sentences. (laughs) Yeah. I heard that. Sometimes I feel like the ankle tackle is running away. Uh Okay. I really do. You're just still getting the guy down. Are you though? Sometimes. 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 But then there are other you can't times. Can't tackle them at the shoulders. No, but you know, you've seen some ankle tackles that were like, you might as well have just <laughs> moved to the side <laughs> and it's, let it's him go. It's the one where you where you go and you fly down towards the ground and you stick your arm out as your body is getting far away from the yeah. play. And it's like, hold on, you weren't even trying there. You're like, no, I stuck my arm out to get his ankle. Yeah, no, I totally tried. Dude, put your whole body on his ankle. Roll it up. 
We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we will talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola, right here on 105.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 